0: Hey there, Andrea here. I am the author of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. And I'm so happy that you're here and you're listening in because... Oh my gosh, I know too well the struggle that comes from loving someone with an addiction and in my case, losing someone uh, to addiction. So it is so important that I'm here and that you're listening as well, that you don't feel alone. Um, This is what this whole podcast is for. That's why I wrote the book because this resource is all about you and not the addicted loved one in your life. This is a wonderful resource so that you can have the courage to focus on you so you can take your life back because, oh my gosh. I know what it's like to be knocked down and when you jump off the roller coaster, sometimes you have bruises, whether you're still on the roller coaster of loving someone with an addiction or you've jumped off and you're bruised and you're broken, I am here for you. That is what this podcast is all about. So today we are talking all about boundaries and self-respect and how setting boundaries actually does bring peace and it is a form of self-respect And it helps you reclaim your life. So, now if you're still in the muck, you're still in the situation, maybe you still have someone that you love that has an addiction, setting boundaries becomes really, really essential in order for you to take back your life and, you know, in order to find peace. Now, if you're past the muck and, you know, you've moved on in your life, um, this is also wonderful because setting boundaries can help you in all aspects of your life. So, this episode will really resonate with a lot of us. Okay, so when someone crosses your boundaries, they're basically telling you that what you want doesn't matter. And now this comes so common when you love someone with an addiction. So self-respect is defined as holding yourself in esteem and believing that you are worthy of being treated properly, that you are worthy of having someone treat you with respect. So having self-respect in a relationship means that you hold yourself to your standards and you are not pushed beyond these boundaries. So when you love someone with an addiction or you're in a relationship with someone who has an addiction, chances are that your limits have been pushed and your boundaries have been blurred. Now, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, if I was a fly on the wall and why? Watching this relationship, I would be like, Oh my gosh, Andrea, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you tolerating this? Like, how is it that you're, you know, letting this happen? Or if you just started dating this person, would you tolerate this behavior? So you know what is so incredibly challenging. And I have to say this boundary piece is really, really, and was really, really hard for me. Um, and I'm sure it is for a lot of you listeners as well. So you may not feel like you have that much self-respect when you are letting these boundaries get crossed, when you are letting someone walk all over you, take advantage of you and treat you poorly. And so what happens is that erodes our feeling of self-respect. So luckily though, self-respect, it's not static, which means that we can cultivate it. We can change it and we can grow it. And that is so great because it really helps us to make changes in our lives. And it's never too late to establish boundaries. You know, if, you, if you've if you been letting, you know, someone get away with coming home at like five in the morning and it's been happening over and over again, um, there it's never too late to exercise and put in boundaries. So don't think, oh my gosh, I've been letting this go for so long or I've been like, you know, um, not, I've been blurring my boundaries for a while. Don't worry because we can still integrate them. We can still practice them. And today we're going to discover wonderful strategies on how to, how to put boundaries into place so that we we can really, really increase our self-respect. So, so healthy boundaries. So setting self-respect is about setting healthy boundaries. And it's even more important when you care for someone that you love who has an addiction, since we are all responsible for our own actions and our own lives, we determine what behavior we are going to allow others to display towards us. Now, of course, the addicted loved one in our life is out of our control, um, but we do have a de- like a, a degree of control in the fact of what we're allowing and what we're tolerating in our lives. And so establishing boundaries and, and kind of think of boundaries as rules or guidelines that you can establish that help protect your well-being. So boundaries are there to help protect you and your well-being. It's not about behavior of others. It's all about what you're going to tolerate and what you're gonna put into place to protect your own well-being being. And I always wondered about this boundary crossing and things like that and and that definition really helped me. It's almost like creating guidelines or rules so that it can protect you. It's not about making rules for other people and not about creating boundaries when you do this, you know, this is your punishment type thing. It's not about that. And I used to actually think it was. So, it's almost like drawing a line in the sand to ensure that you're not taken advantage of and you're not treated unacceptably. So, self respect involves thinking about what you will allow in your life and what you won't put up with any longer. So, that is gonna be your homework from today's episode. So, claiming your boundaries and practicing self respect isn't always easy, it's actually quite challenging. And so, you might feel really uncomfortable with putting these boundaries into place, um, and, but it's one of the most important things that you can do. And it's really important to realize that, you know what? Boundaries are so important and it's going to bring you so much peace and putting these boundaries in place for yourself is actually going to help you with your self-respect. So practicing self-respect becomes essential in order for you to take back your power. And that's what this whole podcast is about, right? That's what this is about, building resiliency skills, building building strategies to help you in the situation that you're finding yourself in. So self-respect is about taking back your power, right? Okay, so the good news though is that we can work on this we can improve our level of self-respect because self-respect is so important so what is self-respect basically it's more than just affirming yourself it's also the belief in yourself and the fact that you are worthy you are worthy of love you are worthy of attention you are worthy of respect and you know what and you there, you you shouldn't settle for anything less and you are no less than anybody else so this idea of self-respect is recognizing and believing in yourself the fact that you are worthy of love and attention and courtesy and respect. Self-respect is also the knowledge that you you are respected and that you, you know, that you expect to be treated well and that you res- and and the respect is a result. And so having self-respect actually helps others to see that you actually respect yourself and that you have, and when you put boundaries in place and when you practice self-respect, others will see that and they will act in more respectful ways. Hopefully. (laughs) So the idea here is it's twofold. Self-respect is more than just affirming yourself. It's about believing that in your worth and that you're worthy of attention and respect. It's also self-respect is about the knowledge that you're deserving and that you expect to be treated well and respectfully as a result of this level of self-respect. So they kind of go hand in hand. Okay, so it's all about you want to be treated with dignity and worth. So what are boundaries? So boundaries, we talk about boundaries. So establishing boundaries is about setting limits for acceptable behavior from the people around you. So I always say, think of boundaries as like limits or rules that we set out for ourselves within relationships. So it's about us. It's not about other people. So one part of being in a relationship with someone with an addiction is that your boundaries are typically crossed and limits are often overstepped and abused. Um, So boundaries are basically clear indications of what you desire for yourself and are acts of self-respect. So think of it that way. These boundaries are for you and all about you. It's not about um, they're not strict rules that control other people. And that is the key, um, especially when you love someone with an addiction, is recognizing that you're not putting boundaries in place as rules for other people's behavior and controlling other people. Boundaries are what you will or will not tolerate for your own well-being. And I, I love that approach because it really does shift um what boundaries are all about. So it's instead about establishing that these boundaries are established for you. So we can lovingly set limits and still be really kind. We can have mm-hmm. firm limits and be kind to ourselves. And for me, one of my major boundaries now is um, I... I want someone to treat me the way that I treat someone else. So the second that that is crossed, and I'm in the dating world right now, actually, but the second that that is crossed, if I kind of get a red flag or if someone doesn't have good self-regulation, because one of my boundaries is I want to be with someone who has really good self-regulation and, you know, what can stop at two beers or stop at, you know, they don't have to, you know, keep drinking, drinking, drinking or... You know, so the idea here is that when we establish these boundaries, it's for our own well-being. I know what it is. I'm not going to control someone else and say, okay, I want you to stop at two beers. That's your boundary. <laughs> but rather it's me just spectating and saying, well, uh, this is my boundary. This is a boundary that I have. And when that's crossed, it's like, I know what I need to do for myself. I think, I hope that explains it really well. So it's, it's about lovingly set limits and still being kind about it and, and detail patching yourself from you know, other people. So it's not about strict rules that control other people. So let's talk about setting boundaries. So I think boundaries I, I look at them as psychological fences between people. And I think that's a really neat way of putting it up. It's like it's just a fence. Like it's gonna protect you and you know it's gonna keep the the, the behavior and the people that you don't want in your world and your stratosphere out and 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 it keeps you safe. So it's almost like a space or a a barrier that offers protection, that offers almost like guidelines for appropriate behavior, appropriate responsibilities, and appropriate action in your life. So when you don't have boundaries or you have weak boundaries, you can just think of someone coming in your yard and climbing all over you, you know? Um, So it's almost like these, it's you can actually lose yourself, you can lose your freedom, you can lose your personal space and your self-respect and your peace. So when you do set boundaries, especially with an addicted loved one, you're not only taking care of yourself, but you're also increasing the chance of being able to Seek help and look after yourself and look after your well being. It creates that space. So, boundaries will bring you a sense of control and autonomy, is what we call it in positive psychology, and actually sanity <laughs> into an often chaotic and seemingly uncontrolled uh, situation. So, we all have limits. We all have limits. So, think of boundaries like a no trespassing sign. And boundaries, they can they can be challenging to set up at first, and they're challenging to navigate, and they're going to change, and they're challenging to even communicate. So we're going to talk about that. The boundaries basically are no one size fits all. We all have, are going to set up different boundaries, and different things are going to be you know tolerated by different people, and and, and what's important to you and your well being might be different than someone else. So here are some tips that you can consider when you're setting up your own boundaries. I could tell you boundaries, but But the reality is my boundaries will be different than yours. So here are some tips to consider when you are setting up your own boundaries. Okay. So steps for setting up boundaries. So what you want to do is basically name your limits. Like where do you stand? So what are your rights that sometimes if you just think about what are my rights? Like, you know, I have the right to say no without feeling guilty, or I have the right to be treated with respect, or I have the right to make my needs as important as anybody else's. So just by knowing your rights is a really great place to start when you're setting your boundaries. That's the first tip. The next one is to tap into your feelings. So determine your values, determine, you know, understand what it is that you want and what your needs are and follow your gut because they're going to really help you when you set these boundaries. So boundaries are basically a personal choice. It's your instincts. Your instincts can help you determine when someone is violating your boundaries and when you need to establish new ones. So what are your values, right? Narrow down your values to your top five to 10 values. You know, what I always do is you can even Google like a list of values and, um, and decide like narrow down to what's important to you and just reflect on what it is that you you value in life. Like, for me, I really do value, um, authenticity. I value, you know, if you think about the things you value, then that's going to help you with setting boundaries. So the second something doesn't feel authentic, it's like, you know, it's, it's going to be a red flag for me. So, so the idea, and I also value self-regulation as I mentioned earlier. So the second someone doesn't have good self-regulation when it comes to alcohol or drugs, or, you know, even um, personal hygiene, then it, it's a red flag for me and I really value them. So that helps me establish a boundary. So you can see how reflecting on your values can really help you when you're considering and making your boundaries. So, who are you? You know, what do you love? Um, once you get clear on what matters to you most, you can better communicate that to others. You can better c- establish and communicate your boundaries. Okay, so then that's the next piece, right? Communicating your boundaries. So the idea here is when you communicate your boundaries, you want to be direct and assertive with expect, expressing these boundaries. So you want to be firm but you and kind at the same time. So it is suggested that you use assertive language and kind of have your back back when you are expressing or communicating your boundaries. So assertive language is clear. It's non-negotiable. We're not blaming. We're not threatening anyone we're just saying you know what i just you know this is this is what i tolerate or you know this is what's really important to me it's important to me to be with someone that has really good self regulation and i was dating a, a guy actually in the summer and um he left me in a situation that was very unsafe and um, Um, and I did break up with them after that. And in that moment I communicated to them my boundary, which was like, I need to feel safe in a relationship. I, I value safety in a relationship and I did not feel safe when you left me in that vulnerable situation. So there we go. I just like said in a very clear concise way that that is my boundary and you crossed it and that is why I do not want to be with you. <laughs> it's important to for me to be in a relationship where I feel Really safe, and um, and that's just a non negotiable for me. So you can see how you can communicate them without blame, without threat, and also consider using statements like "I feel" and say your emotion, and when, and then say your observ- observation because, and then say what you value. I value like a safe relationship, or I value feeling safe, um, and then what you're needing, and then that is your boundary. What you need is your boundary. So it's really interesting how you can talk about it in a very um, direct manner. And And I really think that's effective. Okay. So the other thing is to learn to say no. So at first it feels very challenging to say no to some people and, and, um, especially somebody that you love who might be struggling. Um, it's very hard to say no. Um, but we need to still practice that with practice. We can become more assertive, um, when we know that our boundaries have been crossed, uh, and it actually ends up setting boundaries and being able to say no is actually empowering. So you can consider saying no in a complete, like as no is basically like, you've heard that expression, no is a complete sentence. Uh, So you can say no without any explanations. You can also say no and explain your boundaries, what's important to you and what you need and what you're feeling. Um, But it's very powerful to learn how to say no. And it sounds so simple, but sometimes it's very hard, especially when you're trying not to enable Someone in your life. So the next tip is to navigate your boundaries, right? So what happens, right? When, you know, permitting, just permission to be human here, sometimes boundaries are going to be crossed. I mean, that guy that I was dating in the summer, like he crossed my boundaries probably three times and I took him back three times. Uh, well, two times, a third time you're out, you know what I mean? And so the idea here is that give yourself permission to be human, permit yourself to make mistakes and practice actually makes perfect. You've heard that expression. So remember, you can't change others. That's the key. You can only change yourself. And these boundaries are set for you and not not a demand on someone else. So Um, you know, so the idea here is to, since you can't control or change other people, you can change how you deal with them by selecting and kind of adjusting your boundaries. You might have to do that often, especially when you love someone with an addiction. Um, okay. So deciding consequences ahead of time. So this is important because consider your past and your present, right? What do you do when somebody tries to push against your boundaries. What are you doing right now? What what has been your your pattern? And then the idea here is you want to decide what consequences are before those boundaries are being tested. Because you know what? They can push buttons, right? When boundaries are crossed, like we can go into this stress response and we can like, you know, have that amygdala hijack in our brain and then we, we're not in the logical portion of our brain. So deciding beforehand how you're going to respond or the consequences of the cross boundaries when they've been tested is really important. So sit down quietly with yourself and make a list of your limits and just be sure to honor your needs and your values when you're deciding the consequences of these boundaries, when these boundaries have been crossed. And then after presenting your boundaries clearly to people, then let, the, let your behavior do the talking. So when they're tested, when they're pushed, when they're disrespected, make sure you follow through with the consequences that you have decided. And of course, you know what? Permission to be human. Sometimes you just navigate these boundaries and, and, and you can adjust them as well. And that's the next point. Next point is boundaries can be flexible and adaptable. Don't beat yourself up when and if these boundaries get disrespected because they will. And you can't follow through and maybe you can't follow through on those consequences. So just simply reestablish new boundaries and if needed further consequences just adjusting it be gentle with yourself and acknowledge that boundary setting is like a muscle right it takes time to develop and it gets stronger over time so sometimes you just need to go back to the drawing board and remember why you set those boundaries in the first place you might say to yourself like i set this boundary to feel safe Or setting boundaries is an act of self-respect and remembering that. So that's about it. So boundaries can be flexible and adaptive, decide consequences ahead of time, navigating your boundaries. So permitting yourself to make mistakes and and keep practicing. Also learning to say no, and then communicating your boundaries in that assertive and express and expressing your boundaries, assertive and direct. And then also tapping into your feelings and, and know your value, what it is that you value, you're needing, you're wanting so that you can have these boundaries because remember remember boundaries are there for your well-being and when it's been you when your well-being is being compromised that's why we need to set a boundary so name your limits and where you stand right like think about your rights that's a good way like what are your rights i have the right to be you know um to say no without feeling guilty i have the right to be treated with respect so I think it's like some healthy, some boundary examples might be, you know, you do not allow drugs or alcohol use in your home. Maybe it's, you do not put up with abusive behavior. Maybe you do not lend or give them money. Maybe one of your boundaries might be, you don't allow drug using friends in your home. Um, Maybe you do not pay off their debts. That's a boundary. Maybe if you are not home by midnight, you cannot come home or you know you detach when necessary or you know just things like that you do not lie or cover up for them. Maybe that's one of your boundaries. I used to do that all the time. Oh, he's got a chronic sinus infection he just needs to rest. (laughs) Anyway, I I laugh in hindsight, but anyway, it was terrible. Okay. So the reason self-respect is so important is that it's a gift that you can give yourself. It means that you are honoring yourself and giving yourself the gift of approval and regard. So having these boundaries for every area of your life is really important. It's the best way you can exercise self-respect. So when you respect yourself, you know when to say no, and you know what you will no longer emotionally, mentally, and physically tolerate. You know what you, what is healthy for you and you create that nice space. So gaining self-respect is about learning your worth, knowing your value and advocating for yourself and your needs. So that's it, my friends. I'm so excited for you to be here and listening in. And now if you haven't gone over to my website, I have a self-care starter kit there for you. It's absolutely free and I would love for you to grab it. It has a whole checklist on self-care checklist and Uh, It's a wonderful resource for you. So again, I have a wonderful guest coming on the show next and you're going to love her. And I am so excited for you're here. I'm sending you lots of love and hugs and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at andreaslidell.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.